Welcome to another episode of The Raven Narratives. I'm Sarah Severson. And I'm Tom Yoder. We are the co-producers of The Raven Narratives. The story you're about to hear was told by Sue Lowry in October at our events at the Mancus United Methodist Church and the Durango Arts Center when the theme was belonging. These events were done in collaboration with the Mancus Creative District's We All Belong Arts and Society grant awarded through Colorado Creative Industries. Sue is a transplant from Maryland, now living in Durango, Colorado, whilst attempting to synthesize 80 years worth of family and personal stories, too many photographs, and generations worth of detritus into one small, tidy little box. All of the above are of little value, minus their story. Here's Sue's story. When coincidence happens, I think of it as direct messages from the big picture, sending little coincidences along to drop like cairns along our life path, letting us know, yeah, you're headed in the right direction, I'm with you, keep going. Well, one perfect example of that happened when I was distributing my mom and dad's ashes. But to get the full impact of the coincidence that happened, we have to go back to 1914 in Morris, Iowa, which is a little Dutch farming community in the northwest corner of Iowa, where my dad grew up. And one day his dad came home and said, you know, there's going to be a gospel choir coming to town. Well, (laughs) in 1914 in Morris, Iowa, anything coming to town was a huge deal. (laughs) So, (laughs) so, um, of course, they, they, they went to the gospel choir to hear the gospel choir. And there was one song in particular that my dad came away with from that experience. It stood as a tower of hope in his life for his entire life. And I think the reason it had so much impact on him was because less than a year before, his mom had died, leaving his 10-year-old self and his two sisters very dependent upon their aunts and uncles in the town to kind of cover the bases while their dad was out of town on one of his sales trips. So when dad heard those words, to this, this is the chorus, I sing because I'm happy, I sing because I'm free, his eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. That did it. (laughs) That pushed his buttons, and he carried that with him for the rest of his life. Well, before we leave Morris, though, I have to make one more comment. Any boy that was born in that town was expected to be a farmer. My dad wasn't a farmer. The two things he loved to do on Sunday afternoons, one was to go to the swimming hole in the Floyd River with his buddies, And the other was to lie between the rockers of his dad's chair on the porch floor with this big old Dutch Bible open on the floor there, 
open to um, beautiful pen and ink engravings. And Dad would copy them meticulously. That was his first art lesson. Until finally, he went every Saturday morning, 30 miles, to Sioux City for art lessons. And that led eventually to his being the art director on the Sioux City Journal. And in the midst of this exploding advertising industry, he married my mom, had my brother, and subsequently myself, and then found a better job in Omaha, Nebraska, and then leapfrogged onto a better opportunity in Baltimore, Maryland, and that took us from the Midwest to the East Coast, where mom and dad rode that wave through their lives very handily until they wound up in a retirement home in Westminster, Maryland, and then subsequently died, leaving me with two boxes of ashes beside me in the front seat as we drove back west to Iowa. There's a wonderful road. It comes out of the Appalachians. I think it's Highway 70. And it it allows you to gradually see before you this patchwork of farmland, of fields, stretching like an infinity blanket to the horizon. It choked me up. It does now. Um, So I turned on the radio to kind of lift things up a bit. And, hey, (laughs) anyway, not in the middle of the song, or, or in a commercial, but right at the top, right from the top. Gonna take a sentimental journey. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> There's Doris Day. <laughs> but why that particular song, at that particular moment, in that particular place, I, uh, the serendipity of it just blew me away. And I thought... Isn't it neat how specific coincidence is to you when it's happening to you? Only you can connect the dots and see the little constellation of this thing that's happening. It's magic. And it reminded me of the story the nurse told me about the day Dad died. I wasn't there. I couldn't be there. I I lived two hours away, so I couldn't be there on the minute, but the nurse said, you know, nobody was with your dad when he died because everybody was distracted by the sparrow that was loose in the hall. (laughs) Well, well, um, (laughs) talk about connecting dots. (laughs) The nurse said she, um, the sparrow lit on the tray beside my dad's door. She put a cloth over it and then got a, a plate cover and put that over the top of the sparrow. That gave her a chance to go in and tell dad the commotion was over, everything was all right, and discovered he had died. And when she went to release the sparrow, found out he had died. So I know there's lots of explanations about what happens when we're at death's door, 
But my takeaway was, hey, that sparrow guide came in to take Dad home. That's, <laughs> that's how that works. So anyway, here we were, headed for home. <clears throat> Drove into Indiana. I left some of Mom and Dad's ashes between Helen and Perry, who were buried in Indiana. They, used to, they were lifelong friends. They'd stay up till 2 and 3 in the morning talking and laughing. And I thought, there you go, guys. You've got eternity. This is going to be great. Then we drove on to Sioux City, where I did the same thing. Left some of Mom and Dad in very special places that meant a lot to them. And left some of Mom to rest between her Mom and Dad in Holly Springs. And then drove north along the Big Sioux River up to Morris and was distributing some of Dad's ashes with his mom and dad, aunts and uncles. And I thought, you know, it'd be great if Dad could go swimming in his swimming hole. (laughs) So we drove over to the bridge, and as I was walking up the incline, I thought, this isn't going to happen. The wind was just blowing like crazy out of the fields. Um, and there was no way I was going to get down to the water. The banks were resplendent with poison ivy. So I was walking back to the car and thought, okay, I'll find a way. And I tripped on something. It was a dead sparrow. So, (laughs) well, there was a small paper sack in the car. That took some of Dad's ashes And then the weight of the designated sparrow would take them both down to the river. And as that slipped from my hand, that that little symbolic humble trinity slipped away into the river. I thought, you know, I belong to the big picture together. We took the spirit of that little 10-year-old boy who was just blocks and 84 years removed from here, and we took him to some of the earthly places he loved, and together we brought him home. Thank you. Thank you, Sue, for telling that story. To pitch your story for a future Raven Narratives event, fill out the contact form on our website at ravennarratives.org. And we're currently looking for storytellers for our upcoming events in February of 2019, when the theme will be love. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and share these stories with your friends. Big thanks goes to photographer McCarson Lee of Red Scarf Shots. Check out the portraits of our storytellers on the gallery page of the Raven Narratives website and be sure to visit her website at redscarfshots.com. And thanks to our fiscal nonprofit sponsor, Mancus Valley Resources. 
Find out more about all the wonderful projects they support in the Mancos Valley of Colorado at mancosvalleyresources.com. The website for buying Raven Narratives tickets, ravennarrativestickets.org, was created by Cortez Web Services. Find out how they can help your business online at cortezweb.com. Our theme music was written, composed, and performed by Jazar. And you can find out more about his music on SoundCloud or at freemusicarchive.org. Music